Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3. It is the weekend and there is mouth-watering football to look forward to. It's the Friday edition right here on the Ginger's Perspective. Catch us on cs2plusc.co.za as well as on cliffcentral.com. Check out the podcast page to find Football 2 Plus 3. Joining me as always is uh, the man who knows a thing or two about a footy. His name is Mo. Mo, this weekend is all about the North London derby. Am I right? I think that's fair to say. Hashtag NLD. That's what it's all about this weekend. Other fixtures are... Uh, nobody bothers anything. Although, let me point out something that's not going to go down well with you. And, and it's all about Manchester United. It's been a week to forget. Uh, the Burnley result, the Fenerbahce result, they come up against Swansea, a team who are pretty rubbish at this point in the season. But should Mourinho lose, if I'm not mistaken, it could be he could become the first manager to have the joint worst start to the season with two Premier League clubs in Chelsea and Manchester United. That's not a good uh, record you want. And you mentioned it's, it hasn't been a good week. It hasn't been... Like a good three years for Man United fans since uh, Sir Alex <laughs> uh, put up he put his feet up. Yeah, look, I mean they were pretty rubbish against Fenerbahce. Uh, they were decent against Burnley, but I'm worried about Swansea. Eh? Now that's the type of team you don't want to go there to a team that's you know fighting for their own survival. They're gonna give you a hard time. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's not gonna be pretty football. It's, it's gonna be pretty brutal, I think. And and as you say, you know, looking at at their manager, uh, he's said it's going to take some hard work to keep Swansea up this season. But Mourinho desperately needs a W, and he needs to go away to Swansea and silence his critics. He needs to get a win badly, and he needs Zlatan to score and Rooney to score. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he still hasn't uh, figured out his best 11 yet. I think he's tweaking things around, changing stuff. And that's why the results, you know, sort of hot and cold, hot and cold. Yeah, well, Mourinho not happy with his team, saying they played like it was a friendly match and uh, he wasn't happy with the, the defeat to Fenerbahce. They tried, and but I think we don't deserve. Because for me, football is, is from the first second and... Uh, Fenerbahce played an, an emotional game. Football is an emotional game, and they deserve. We start the game sleeping. I'd actually be happy if they got knocked out of it. You know, it it, it would free up a lot of their time. I mean, why worry <laughs> with it? Like a second grade competition. It's I don't horrible. It's horrible. And it's it's obviously causing a problem with their league form because you're play these you know teams on a Thursday and then on a Saturday or Sunday again. Unnecessary. Get knocked out. Cool. We, we target bigger things. I mean, let's quickly touch on Liverpool. Uh, at the moment, third on the Premier League table. Uh, they're in good nick. Your thoughts this weekend? They're up against Watford. They should. They should get all three points at Anfield. Yeah, they should get the, the way they're playing and the way uh, you know their their team is just gelling perfectly well. You'd expect them to get a, a win, but I mean, Watford are a decent outfit these days. 
and uh, they might just give uh, Liverpool a bit of a tough one. But like I mean, like Thierry Henry said, they're just playing attractive football, and that that's a good thing. Who knows? Still a long way to go, though. We'll have to wait and see. Let's hear now from Thierry Henry speaking to Sky Sports. The Liverpool fans actually hope that they can win the league. You know, it happened under under Brendan Rodgers and a couple of times with you guys when you were playing. But that early in the season, you know, they're at it. They're at it. And I think that they have the edge at the moment on others because of the game that they played already, especially away from home, where they won away from home, and how they win games. That's, that's the thing that, that surprises me. The only thing, again, that I've, that I've been saying about Liverpool is when they play against a team that, that waits against them, United, Burnley, at times they struggle to find, to find a way to win games. But other than that, if you, have, uh, uh, the, the, if you go at them, I'll try to be a bit too open with them and allow them to put pressure. It's, it's, it's great. Whenever they play, uh, I, I usually watch it because they, they, you know, they're a joy to watch. Well, Mo, in terms of this weekend's football, everyone's talking about the North London derby. And as you mentioned, the hashtag is doing the rounds at the moment. Let's talk about Harry Kane. He's back in the mix, but Spurs have got suspension problems, injury problems, and the bookies, they want, they've got money going the way of Arsenal and, and comfortable winners. And I know you did predict it early in the week. Yeah, I still stand by my prediction that Arsenal are going to beat Spurs. Uh, Spurs are quite rubbish in the Champions League uh, against Leverkusen. And uh, Arsenal look like they're giving up this curse of November. They got a win so far in November. And I think they've got their own injuries as well. I think they've got like five guys that are out. But I think Arsenal will definitely beat Spurs. Eh? In terms of the stats, let me just quickly bring up some interesting stats here. Tottenham have only won once at Arsenal in 26 games in all competitions. That's since May 1993. Uh, so that's not good. And the Gunners, in terms of their record at the moment, they've won 10 of their last 11 games in league and cup. And they've scored a total of 32 goals. Yeah, so you can see why I'm backing Arsenal to beat them. <laughs> Everything stacks up. But, they, you know, as we always say, football's a weird game, you know. Spurs could just, they might just nick it also. But I think uh, Arsenal, Arsenal are looking good. Spurs have gone a bit backwards since last season. Uh, and I don't see them beating this Arsenal team, especially especially with like Sanchez, the way he's playing. Yeah. And uh, Giroud has uh, come back now, so they should beat them 2-0 from my side. Well, I hope that Sanchez gets a hat-trick because he's in my fantasy league team. Maybe I should make him my, maybe I should make him my captain this week. I mean, I've just got a feeling he's going to star this weekend. Yeah, these are the games that they look forward to, eh? Yeah, the big stage, you know, the old rivals. And he's been in England a while now, so he kind of understands the occasion. So I think Sanchez will be hungry to score some goals. But then, as you say, you never know with Spurs. Uh, Pochettino is a tactician. He's got um, some decent youngsters that he could turn to in this one. So so we'll see what happens. That is uh, the early kickoff Sunday and it is the North London Derby. You can look forward to that one. But the bookies, the guys at Bet Exchange, definitely leaning towards an Arsenal victory. Now, humble pie is something that, that Yaya Torre is um, getting used to eating. I mean, after that whole birthday cake debacle, his agent coming out and saying what he wants, Pep Guardiola saying he won't play 
Yaya until he apologizes. Well, he's come out now and he's apologized, hasn't he? He's come out and said, I'm sorry for the past misunderstandings. It's an interesting one, but it's humble pie nonetheless, Mo. Yeah, I think I think he's just apologized, you know, purely to find a, a new club to move to. Right? Uh, I don't think it's uh, it's really, hard, what's the word? Um, genuine? Genuine, that's it. I think it's just for him to find somewhere else to move to. And uh, because, I mean, Man City don't really need him. They're doing well without him. Yeah. So what would be the point of, uh, you know, uh, of him staying there? He should move along. City are top of the standings this weekend. Uh, they have the mighty Middlesbrough to worry about uh, at uh, the Etihad. Uh, although, uh, I say that. Middlesbrough starting to string together some results and um, I think in Karanka they've got also an astute manager who's willing to or wanting to prove himself in the Premier League yeah he's, he's decent eh? Uh, he had a little blip with when they were still in the championship I don't know what happened with that but they, they're swinging a couple of results they're not doing that great I mean 15th place but uh, you know, uh, they they look like a team that could stay up if they hit a, a decent form, but like we always say, I mean that, that that bottom half is very congested at the moment. So it it would be nice to have a, a team from the northeast. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, well let, let's put it this way: I think the way Newcastle United are playing, um, bar a massive disaster that wipes out the whole club, they should be in the Premier League next season. But I can't say the same for Sunderland. I think David Moyes is under massive pressure. He's just got, he inherited rubbish. Fine, fine. Say what you want that, yeah, manager's supposed to get the best out of it. But he has inherited rubbish. And, and I think he also hasn't made an impact on the club yet. So, so he's, he's going to have to buy some, some players and buy some strikers in January. It can't come soon enough. I don't think he's, he's uh, inherited a bad squad. He's gone about it the wrong way, if you look at it. He signed young players only. Yanuzai, I think that other fellow, Paddy McNair from Man United, a couple others. He should have went with experienced players. Get a couple of guys who, you know, I think Dimitar Bobatov is a free agent. You could have went for him. You could have went for a couple of other guys that will give you a good foundation for the season. And then you can build on the youth once you, you're still in the Premier League. No point in building on youth and you'll end up in the Championship. Yeah, look, I think that his days are, are numbered, I'm afraid. I think that Moyes might be a casualty here, and uh, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I still can't get over that stat, that between LVG, Mourinho, and Moyes, Moyes had the best record in his opening start at Manchester United. It's crazy to think. Now he finds himself at the armpit of the Premier League in Sunderland. <laughs> Mo, fantasy football, uh, an interesting weekend ahead. Potentially, you could get some nice points if you have the right players. Gundogan is a, is a guy that I see there's a lot of action around him, the Man City player. You think it's worth, um, you know, forking out some cash for him? Yeah, it's a good idea. He's cheap, he's on form. But I found me another gem that I'm going with, and that's Victor Moses of Chelsea. I mean, he's just been rejuvenated under uh, Antonio Conte. And uh, he's getting a lot of assists. And I think against uh, an Everton team who are a bit soft, he could, uh, he could score you some decent points. 
Well, with Everton, you never know. I mean, this is why it's the Premier League. It's not for sissies. Anything can still happen on the weekend. But Chelsea and Everton doing battle is just another mouth-watering fixture you can look forward to. And an informed Blues side uh, with Conte looking to make um, that, that sort of technical area even bigger uh, in future so you can have a lot more celebrations. We're going to leave it there, Mo. Thanks very much. As always, remember to catch us on cliffcentral.com as well as csdupersea.co.za. It is on the Ginger's perspective. Mo, let's have your closing line. Be champions.